Welcome to this edition of the News Brief from the Illinois Senate Democratic Caucus. From the Springfield office of Senate President Don Harmon, I'm Colby Huff. Black children across Illinois are a step closer to being insured a quality education. Under a plan led by Senate Majority Leader Kimberly Lightford, the legislation is part of the Illinois Legislative Black Caucus plan to rid Illinois of systemic racism. The measure addresses education and workforce development from early childhood to adulthood. To help ensure school readiness, it strengthens early intervention services and sets a kindergarten readiness assessment in statute. Early intervention services, which help support the development of children with delays and disabilities, will now be available until the beginning of the school year after the child turns three. Rooted in equity, House Bill 2170 pivots away from teaching history from a Eurocentric perspective by reforming the state's history curriculum through an inclusive American History Commission that will make sure students learn about people from all backgrounds. This education pillar explores our state system through the lens of systemic racism to identify the best ways to bring an end to inequities in curriculums or practices that often do more to cause racial division than support the needs of our most vulnerable children and young adults in all marginalized, poverty-stricken communities. We must leverage this moment in time to undo damaging policies and procedures built into our state's system of law and government that have created deep inequities and opportunity gaps in education. In order to address racial justice practices and disproportionate number of black youth suffering from trauma, the legislation creates the Whole Child Task Force. This body will be charged with creating equitable, safe, inclusive, and supportive environments for all children, but especially survivors of trauma. Creating trauma-responsive schools will help these children succeed and change the direction of their whole lives. Recognizing the benefit all students receive by learning from black teachers and other teachers of color, the legislation also removes some of the barriers that prevent black people and other people of color from becoming teachers. The measure takes concrete steps to ensure black and other marginalized students have the same opportunities to get into competitive colleges and universities as white students. It requires two years of laboratory science and foreign language, or sign language, to graduate high school. Many prestigious colleges and universities, including the state's flagship University of Illinois require foreign language for incoming students. To address a similar inequity, the measure also requires all high school students to take at least one course with an intense focus on computer literacy, helping young adults of every background succeed in higher education. High schools must offer at least one elective computer science class as well. Our children should be graduating high school prepared to be productive adults, and that starts with what we require them to learn, Leader Lightfoot said. It's baffling that there are Illinois schools that don't offer foreign language when it's a requirement to get into our state's flagship school. At the state's public community colleges and universities, the measure supports finding more race-conscious and equitable ways to fund higher education and lower-income students. To support post-college adults, it explores the possibility of combining all of Illinois' scattered workforce development initiatives and programs under a single agency. The proposal is part of a package of bills taking aim at dismantling racism, which also addresses criminal justice reform, economic access and opportunity, and health care and human services. Following two lengthy hearings during the final days of the 101st General Assembly, Senate Majority Leader Lightford and State Senator L.G. Sims, along with Representative Justin Slaughter and other prominent criminal justice reform advocates in the Illinois Legislative Black Caucus, made their case to the people of Illinois that the black community can't wait any longer for real reforms to rid Illinois' criminal justice system of systemic racism. Experiencing an unprecedented moment in time that presents us with an enormous opportunity to address the 
systemic racism and oppression that black Americans have faced for generations. The roots of this racism are so deep that they are embedded in the very foundation of this country. The proposed package, representing one of the four pillars of the caucus comprehensive agenda, includes police reforms, violence prevention measures, newly enumerated rights for the incarcerated, and an end to the cash bail system. We want to go from protests to progress, to reduce the violence in our communities. Criminal justice reform cannot wait. It must not wait. This has been a 400-year-plus journey that we have been on. That state representative Justin Slaughter. The legislation was crafted after months of meetings, including more than 30 hours of public hearings. These are not new priorities for us, State Senator L.G. Sims, the measure's Senate sponsor, said. Many of these proposals have been out there for years. The time is now to act. We can no longer continue to delay, distract from, and deny the damage that is being done to our communities. The entire Black Caucus agenda was born out of the twin tragedies of the widely reported deaths of Black Americans at the hands of the police and the disproportionate impact the COVID-19 pandemic has had on the Black community. However, these calamities are only symptoms of the racist policies that have been built into our systems for generations. The challenge before us is to reimagine and win real safety and justice. I want us all to have what so many other people have, a good school, a grocery store. They can go and get the health care they need. They can hang out with their neighbors. They have a roof over their head. They have food on their table. That is something deserved for everybody. But once you lock them up and make them have to pay an extraordinary amount of money to get out of a jail, you disrupt that and you destroy that. That is a violent thing. What we're talking about is moving away from an expensive system of incarceration. And that says, okay, what actually will reduce both the cost financially and the cost systemically is to say if we invest in people, we will have much better outcomes across the board. That State Senator Robert Peters of Chicago, a longtime advocate for reforming the cash bail system. Though they face pushback, especially from groups representing law enforcement, the Black Caucus remains committed to enacting real change and willing to have frank discussions about how to balance the needs of the Black community and law enforcement. I, as a legislator, have never received a single reform recommendation from any policing agency anywhere in the state of Illinois. And I'm saying to them that today we are calling on you to help us stop the murders and the, the wanting traffic stops against Black people in their communities. That's State Representative Carol Ammons of Urbana. The sponsors of the legislation contained in House Bill 163 plan to call votes on the legislation before the new General Assembly is inaugurated this Wednesday. State Senator Selena Villanueva of Chicago voted Monday to expand the collective bargaining rights of Chicago teachers. When you were in elementary school, when you were in high school, how many people were in your classrooms? Because I can tell you, that I've been in a classroom with 30 other students. And I can tell you the distress that I've seen my teachers go through with having to handle a room of 30 sixth graders, of 30 eighth graders. How dare we say that they don't have the right to bargain over something that is literally standing on equity, which is classroom sizes for black and brown children in the city of Chicago. That's Senator Villanueva during the debate on House Bill 2275 in the Senate chamber. The bill would once again make major factors like class size, staff size, and length of the academic year subject to collective bargaining. Teachers in Chicago public schools have suffered class sizes that exceed CPS's established limits and staff shortages, including nurses, special educators, and social workers. 
The legislation would also delete the requirement that if, after 60 days, a dispute or impasse exists between an educational employer and a labor union over matters that are a permissive subject of collective bargaining, the parties must resolve it through mediation in lieu of a strike. This requirement applies only to Chicago public schools. House Bill 2275 has passed both chambers. To further reduce opioid abuse, State Senator Melinda Bush of Grays Lake passed a measure to ensure every medication prescriber, including e-prescribers, has access to the same database. Senator Bush released a statement saying in part every prescriber should have access to the prescription database so they can keep better track of which patients received medications and when they received them. Checking when someone last received a medication will crack down on overprescribing and doctor shopping. The Illinois Prescription Monitoring Program collects information on controlled substance prescriptions dispensed in the state. The PMP website allows prescribers and dispensers to view a current or prospective patient's prescription history. The ultimate goal of the PMP is to assist prescribers and dispensers in the effective treatment of patients seeking medical care. However, currently, not every prescriber has access to the database. House Bill 2488, sponsored by Senator Bush, would tackle that issue. The measure would ensure every person who has prescribing authority has access to the PMP. This common sense measure is the next step in fighting the ongoing opioid crisis, Senator Bush said. I won't stop working to protect the people of Illinois until this crisis has ended. Senator Bush passed the measure out of the Senate on Sunday. For more on these stories and others, visit IllinoisSenateDemocrats.com. And while you're there, sign up to receive our weekly Majority Report email newsletter. Also on our website, you'll find a dedicated page for the latest information regarding COVID-19 and the response by the state of Illinois. The direct link for that page is IllinoisSenateDemocrats.com slash COVID-19. As a reminder, you may listen and subscribe to our podcast on all of the major platforms, including both Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, the iHeartRadio app, Spreaker, and others. Find our podcast, simply search Illinois Senate Democrats on your platform of choice. From the Springfield office of Senate President Don Harmon, I'm Colby Huff.